this is downtown K and happy new year. I'm happy that we are all here in 2019 and we're all hearing each other and that's amazing and it's a blessing and it's February and it's pretty much Valentine's Day. So love is in the air or not love is in the air. I don't know what's really going on, but my best friends got engaged. We met someone truly amazing to our lives and we won't say why. I'll let her say why <laughs> but we were very very happy to meet nikki and hi nikki she's joining us on the show today oh, hello how are you i'm great how are you i am doing so well thank you so much for agreeing to come on downtown podcast and just share some of your expertise with us <laughs> Downtown, don't waste no time with negativity. So we want to make sure on Valentine's Day everything is getting done right and in a non-negative way. So, Nikki, what can you tell us about what you do or who you are and why my best friend and I love you so much? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I am actually a pure romance consultant. I have been doing it for almost four years. It'll actually be four years next month. Um, so what I do is I empower women um, with their sexual health and wellness. So, and I also help couples um, strengthen their intimacy as well. So that to me is my core of what I do. Um, that, and I do that. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm listening. I'm like, that is so like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just always been a past of mine. Um, to give women a voice of their own, um, especially when it comes to intimacy, because I find that a lot of women kind of clam up and they're pretty happy to just please their partners and not express how they feel or what pleases them in the bedroom. So I just love that I get to empower women with that. That is beautiful. And I'm happy you use the word empower because I know there are those out there that maybe are a little bit more introverted or shy. Yes. When it comes to certain parts, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> um, so what led you to choose this career? Did the career choose you as corny as it sounds? It's honestly, I stumbled across it. So I'm actually an accountant by trade. Um, I've been to a few parties. And I, at the time, at the when I finally made the decision, I was decided to stay at home with my kids. So I was a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom. And I'd found out about um, the educational portion of it and um, the kind of money you can make doing it and still having an amazing time and actually wanting to go to work. So I just thought, thought, uh, you know what, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and see how it goes. And yeah, four years later, I, I never in my life will I do anything else but this. And I love that because it's like, through your story, I hope people take away the fact that you felt that passion and you felt something within you where it was like, go for it. And no matter how nervous or like unsure you were about the situation, you went full force and you've been reaping your work. Not to say you ever had rough or down days, but oh, the majority that. of it, you're definitely looking up, which is great. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> now... It's it's obviously Valentine's Day. Is this a busy time for you? 
it's our busiest time. So we always call February our love month. So the buildup is usually mid-January till mid-February is absolutely the biggest time because people want to explore, they want to try different things and, you know, help mm-hmm. build that anticipation in the bedroom. So, yeah, it's very busy for us this time of year. Okay, okay. So that means I will not waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's get into something fun. Top love songs. You know, you, everybody has to be, well, not has to be listening to music, but I know I like to listen to music. Um, but around this time of year, why not? I want to know your top love songs. What songs are getting you like, oh, my God, this so like <laughs> I think for me, I'm that typical, for me personally, I'm that typical cheesy mm-hmm. love song girl. Um, when a man loves a woman, um, I'll okay. always love you. Okay. Love, like the typical, you know, anything Mariah or Whitney, you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. <laughs> you cannot. Right? Yeah. You cannot. Those, just the stereotypical ones, but to me, that's, you know, what I can't But those are the classics. They're timeless. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. And I feel like, it's funny enough you say the typical songs are the old songs, but I feel like these new love songs don't, like, give you that feeling like what like these older songs used to do like when you would hear like you know Marvin Gaye or Adriana like I think really true like you hear those yeah. they're like mm, like something's happening there's memories attached to them too right like I that have those too. memories attached to those songs so yeah that as well for sure so yeah. what would you say like okay first I'll ask you because Obviously, you have to have some knowledge or whatever, but what is your like, definition of pleasure? Um, for me, <laughs> if I'm talking with clients, I always everybody's pleasure is different. Um, you kind of have to know the person. So one person might, especially mm-hmm. sexual pleasure, they might like something and the other person might not like something. So I always express, like, for example, um, at my parties when I talk about backdoor play, mm-hmm. people may love that. But some people may not. When you say backdoor play, are we speaking anal? It's okay. Yes, any kind of anal. I always say backdoor play because I find when I say anal at parties, people have a tendency of like definitely going into that dolphin mode and everything kind of tightens up. (laughs) So I find (laughs) if I ease into it, yeah, exactly. (laughs) If I ease into it and say anal play, it kind of makes it a little bit more light. So I always just say, don't ask anybody who's yummy. For those who want to be like, what was that? So yeah, (laughs) this is what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So, in so terms I would of say don't yuck anybody's mm-hmm. yum, right? Because you never know what people like mm-hmm. or don't like. So keep an open mind. And, yeah, I just, yeah, everybody's pleasure is different. But there's always, like, the typical um, sexual response cycle where the stage is that every woman or every person is the same. Desire, mm-hmm. arousal, plateau, you know, mm-hmm. orgasm, and then your resolution, that's all the same. But, again, everybody's pleasure is different in how they get to those stages. Okay. And that's what I find. All right. And in terms of, like, maybe the most requested type of pleasure, I guess the ultimate pleasure is each party receiving the orgasm. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Sorry, I guess the, the, the real pleasure at the end of it all is, like, each party receiving an orgasm. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Or Which just, is the goal. Or well, correct me, because I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it is most certainly a goal and sometimes not achievable. 
So a lot of people don't know, so 85% of women need clitoral stimulation to orgasm. And a lot of women just think they're broken and that they're live, they're apt to live the rest of their life without an orgasm because they don't have it from natural penetration and we're just not built that way as women. Yeah. Um, so I find with my parties, I can educate women on, it's okay to touch yourself, it's okay to learn what you like and what you don't like and express that to your partner because if you don't, then they're not going to know how to please you. And most partners want to do that, right? And then that's how the cheating and infidelity and right. the, all of that builds up because you're not communicating, even if it's to do with things in the bedroom. Yes, communication is so huge when it comes well, to sexual intimacy. Why do you think, like, okay, in terms of, like, types of relationships, right? In ter- like, say if someone's friends and benefits, why do you think sometimes those experiences, like, those experiences for people are so like wow in comparison to like maybe someone they've been in a monogamous relationship with for a while um the expectations are probably different as well right i think if it's a friends with benefits you're not really your mm-hmm. inhibitions are more let go because mm-hmm. you know it's not going anywhere when, when you're in a relationship again you kind of are worried about what if you know, you tell your partner something that you like, and all of a sudden they look at you like you're, oh my gosh, she's a freak, <laughs> kind of thing, right? Yeah, uh, I totally get what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. So, or something so. the other person hasn't like seen before, so they're just like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> exactly. And that just automatically makes running. everything really weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. In terms of inhibitions, like how, what are some suggestions that you possibly like offer to your clients on how to open up more? Um, I just always let them know that it's okay to like what you like and to be okay with that. Like express it to your partner. If it's not something that you're willing to try, like if it's definitely a, a no-go, this is not going to happen, mm-hmm. you have to be willing to compromise mm-hmm. to not do that. But if maybe they're open, like if they have never tried anal play before and you know, maybe discussing it or setting boundaries or knowing, you know, how you want to start. Maybe it's not, you know, doing penetration that first time. Maybe it's just kind of doing some kind of um, play around the anal opening or just different stuff like that, right? And easing into it. So for like, if we can break down a little bit more. So for women or as a lady, like, Say a common thing I feel like I always hear a lot of women talk about, and I'm a Libra. Not to say that's like determining how I am, but it's not that I have like, I'm just very open and liberal in terms of like talking about sex and just pleasing yourself and like not being shy about that. Like, don't let like men kind of take that power from you. You can talk about it and just like. Not the same regard, but in the same regard, where you can be just confident in knowing what you want, et cetera, right? So yes. a common thing that I hear a lot of the women talk about is, oh, like, masturbation is so nasty. Like, oh, I can't touch myself. Oh, I have to wait for my man or my ex-buddy or, like, my, you know, whatever the, whatever the case is. So what would you suggest to, like, those type of women? I always just say if you can't, if you don't know what pleases you or what makes you, you know, get gets you into that arousal stage or what turns you on or then how are you going to express it to someone else? Like I've had younger women in my ordering room tell me that, again, they had no idea that they 
wouldn't orgasm from regular intercourse, so they had never in their life experienced an orgasm. Wow. And that's, again, because they're not communicating with their partner. Like, it is not that sex doesn't feel good for women. We just Definitely. don't orgasm the way men do, right? So it can still mm-hmm. feel amazing, but we're not going to orgasm from it. So she literally, this poor young 20-year-old girl, had no idea that you oh. that she could orgasm mm-hmm. in a different way. That too. And so, now, yes, sorry, continue. No, go ahead. No, no, I want you to finish because then I'll be transferring over to the male. Okay, yeah. So I just, again, it's just communication. Communication is such a huge thing. So, um, again, like, you should be able to feel your body and know your body and know what you don't do or don't like and be able to express that to your partner. So exploring your own body is going to allow you to know if, you know, whether you, you know, do, like, toys with just clitoral stimulation or if you like toys with bone dual action and just different stuff. Like, it's okay to talk about that. It's okay to express yourself. And if you end up with somebody that doesn't like that stuff, then you probably weren't meant to be with them to begin with anyway. Yes, I totally agree. I feel like it's not the whole relationship, but there's a certain point where you're like, okay, this is not... Personally, I just don't see a relationship working if you can't in some regard or at some level be in some unison in the bedroom and still have a functioning relationship outside of the exactly. bedroom. Exactly. I yeah. completely agree one hundred percent. Yeah. And even and even for those that like prefer practice abstinence or like maybe they just like kiss and they'll like vaginal or like, you know, interaction and stuff, even those people are just fondling or whatever the case is, it's like don't. That person still is bothering you, right? What is going to, like, encourage you or to, like, make you naturally feel to move to the other step with this person somewhere down the line? Exactly. Now, for men, I'll kind of give you a different type of scenario. In my opinion, I feel like a struggle for a lot of men, and I don't want to make it about race, but I can only talk about, like, most of the men that I know, but, like, black men, right, is, like, when it comes to pleasure, even the thought of pleasure, I don't think it's something that's not, like, the top of their mind in terms of, like, the bedroom. And most of them would be, like, I don't know what this guy is thinking, you know? <laughs> or, like, in the sense of, like, I don't know, their number one goal being to make sure the woman is okay or if he isn't completely sure, like, what she wants. In stories that I've heard, it's not, it's very, very slim that I ever hear the guy asking, like, what do you want, or tell me how you want it, or, like, do you get what I'm kind of... Yeah, for sure. So, I find a lot of men are just, I don't know, I guess it's hard to say. Like, I don't want to talk um, horribly about men, because it's not the case. I think the case is no, a lot of women... It isn't even just a treatment, right? Oh, yeah, so no, I no, can, for sure. Like, no, wait, I mean, for me, like, <laughs> right, so the way I want to say it is I don't want to offend any men listeners. So what I want to say <laughs> is that um, because women, again, clam up and don't speak openly about their partners, is they're doing their thing and they think they're being the rock star of the world. And in our mind, we're like, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> and again, it's communication, whether the lack Definitely. of communication coming from one partner or from both partners. And that goes for um, straight or gay couples. Like, it's all... Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's all about communication. That's what it all boils down to. <laughs> Definitely. And um, 
what are some suggestions maybe from your catalog of things that you have available for like purchase? Is there anything that like entire use of games or tools or what are some things from your catalog that you can maybe suggest to individuals or couples to help them like open up more sexually? Um, for couples, I always say at parties whenever I have um, um, our women are our parties are women exclusive. So whenever I talk to women and they're wanting to know what their partner may or may not like because they're kind of on the fence about maybe buying mm-hmm. stuff. I always say, go home. I want you to pick your top three things out of my catalog. And I want you to go home and hand the catalog to your partner. Do not tell them what your top three things are. I want them to pick out their top three things. And then I want you to go together. Because who knows, your top three might have something in his top three. And pick that, that out together. True. Yeah, so that you can explore that together. And So what are some being, situations or maybe some actual client situation that you can think of and you've gotten back good results to be like okay this helped them because I know um I don't I'm not sure if it's something you still sell but there was like a card game or like a dice game where it'll kind of like give you different instructions yeah so again it's all about foreplay right so foreplay Mm -hmm. foreplay. the more foreplay we have the easier we're all going to orgasm so anything like our card games that we have like our date night card games we have sexy dices sexy dice roll games um, anything that has to do with foreplay, so any of our massage products, um, any of our, what's called the Onyx collection, which is kind of like a vanilla bondage collection. Uh, okay. Some really great handcuffs, um, some pure silicone handcuffs, pure silicone whip, um, blindfolds. Something as simple as a blindfold in the bedroom can change everything. You take away that sense yeah. of control and blindfold your partner and allow your partner to have that mm-hmm. control is going to heighten every sense in your body and it's just going to put you in that arousal stage so much quicker. Um, massage products, massage oil, like anything like that is usually my go-to for couples um, if they're not into toys yet. Okay. So to kind of get that arousal stage going through massage and other kind of intimacy. Okay. I like that. Um, because, okay, so then what about someone where like how we were discussing before with women that are maybe shy to please their self, themselves. It's like not in a relationship. Or even if they're in a relationship and they're just feeling like, you know, a little lonely. <laughs> a little me time. <laughs> yeah, um, a little so, me time. Exactly. So what I always ask if I ask if the woman, if the toy is for themselves or a couple. So the toy is just for the woman themselves. I obviously want to find out first if they want a clitoral toy just specifically for the clitoris, um, or if they want a dual action toy, which would be um, the clitoral pad and the internal um, stimulator as well, or if they just want a G-spot toy which without the clitoral pad. So first Sorry, I, I just want to shed focus on that for those who don't know and they're not taking in what you're saying. Yes, Nikki has told us that there's more than one way for a woman to orgasm, but we also have internal and external orgasms. One could be from the clit, Taurus. Sorry, <laughs> I know you would use proper terminology. So one is from the clitoris, um, the other is from the G-spot. Yes. Yes. Um, so I just always ask women if they want to start kind of, you know, investigating their own body, um, what kind of toy they're going to be interested in. Because at first I want to know, I don't just want to throw 
um, a dual action toy at somebody if they don't yeah. like internal stimulation like that, or maybe they don't really like intense vibrations on the clitoris because a lot of women don't like that. So first, I want to find out, you know, what they may or may not like, and then from then I will uh, recommend the toy that I think is the best for them to start okay. you know, exploring their bodies. Okay, so you're in the bedroom, but I'm not in your bedroom. What are some of your favorite sex songs? So I feel like love songs and sex songs are kind of, like, different because, for me, I'm more of, like, R&B, depending on the mood, because I really have, like, songs in every genre I could kind of say I love, but, like, the D'Angelo, how does it feel? And, you know, like, I almost said someone's name, but I can't right now because a documentary just came out about him. Oh, oh no, yes. Okay, yes. I know who he's talking I watched that documentary. Um, I think it depends on what kind of sex you're looking for, right? So, there you go with that traditional, like, let's get it on, you know, if you want yes. to make a little sassy play. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some, you can never really go wrong with a little bit of Austin, right? You got it bad, right. which is kind of like a nice little, you know. Um, yeah, or if yeah. you want to get, like, down and dirty, there's always Tony. Like, yes. Line. I mean, that's yes. a classic. It is, so, and it's about yeah. to get someone moving. Right, or doing it by LL Cool J. I mean, you can't go wrong with those kind of stuff. So, again, it depends on, you know, if you want to make love or you just want to get down and dirty. You're going to, like, a little sweaty with your partner, and then you're going to bust it a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah, letting go of those inhibitions. <laughs> um, <laughs> we kind of already touched on a little bit of, like, women and how they orgasm. But um, in terms of men... Is ejaculation through, like, his penis, is that the only way a male can orgasm? Um, no, they have uh, the prostate in their anus as well. Um, so any kind of prostate stimulation is kind of like it's a male G-spot, um, but it actually sits up in the anal cavity. So um, a lot of when men don't um, have prostate orgasms because a lot of men just unfortunately aren't open up to that kind of play. Um, but I always say to my uh, ladies at my party, so if, if prostate play is something that you're thinking about, if you get a nice strong toy that vibrates pretty well, um, even if you push that toy up against in between their perineum and um, the anal, their anus, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. little skin is really close to where um, it sits. So if you push really hard on a toy there, you can actually get some kind of play um, and they could potentially have... Um, that type of orgasm through that as well. Or if they're open to any kind of anal entry, that you can do that as well and stimulate their prostate. So it's kind of like a G-spot for a man. Yeah, okay. So Ooh. you said that's in between the penis and the anus? No, in between their um, perineum, which is people, for lack of better terms, call it the taint. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so that little piece of skin right between their anus and their scrotum. That right there is that perineum. So um, the prostate is actually in the anus, but studies have shown that if you push really hard with a toy up against that perineum, that that can actually give the prostate some stimulation as well. So again, if they're not open to entering a toy anally, you can always try that Mm -hmm. play first to see if they might build up to wanting to try it kind of thing. Okay. So um, interesting. I like that. (laughs) Okay. So top selling toys or what would you say some of the things? Some of your most favorite toys from for women are that you for women. Sold. I would say um, for women for clitoral stimulation, like if you're just looking for clitoral stimulation, we have a a great little rechargeable waterproof toy called Serena. 
Um, mm-hmm. If you wanted a dual-action toy, um, we have one called the Main Attraction. Again, waterproof, rechargeable, saving the world one <laughs> vibrator at a time. No batteries, yay. <laughs> uh, yes, um, no batteries. That is amazing. Yay. That is amazing. <laughs> yes, and our V36, my V36, it, that's what it's called. It's my number one selling G-Spot toy. So if you just want to okay. hit that G-Spot, that's all you're interested in, I definitely recommend the V39. And what about men, like top selling toys or favorite toys that you have purchased by men? Um, I think by men, again, it's different. So, again, even with the women toys, like that's toys, I would say those toys, because again, depending on whether um, as a lesbian couple or a, mm-hmm. a, like a man, give a gay male couple, their toys yes. could vary as well. Um, but I would say, on average, for most men, the pleasure sleeve we have. So, a lot of women question what pleasure sleeves are. Um, they're kind of hard to describe without seeing them, but oh, it's like so um, sorry, yeah. It's oh, we're going to make sure to get everyone the information so that they can For sure. see. I hope everyone's taking notes so that you're hearing the names that she's telling you. <laughs> so you go back on Nikki's informational site, you know what to order for yeah. special educational purposes. Okay, so our <laughs> pleasure sleeve is called the hand jive. So what the hand jive does is it cuts um, your oral favor jobs in half. And that's usually when I get every lady's attention at the party. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's a sleeve that goes right over top mm-hmm. of the penis, semi-erect or fully erect. Um, and it essentially just feels like, you know, you and 10 of your girlfriends holding on to your partner because it kind of just hugs them. And it just leaves the tip of the penis out. And you use some of our flavored lubricant with that. And all you're doing is working the head mm-hmm. of the penis. And the pleasure sleeve is taking care of the shaft as well. So I don't know. Am I having deja vu? I feel like with that one, you, I was told by you something along the lines of like wives sometimes would like send it with their husbands and they can use that if they want to Yeah, so it can be used solo. Yeah, it can be used solo yeah. or with your partner as well. With a sure. partner, so that's like fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great little, you know, multi purpose toy. Well, it's yeah. It's a play and it's a couple's play as well. So, now, and again, no, you, we have another toy called, definitely, yeah. No, we have another toy called Behind the Scenes, and that's um, one of our rechargeable waterproof um, anal play toys, which are really popular um, with any kind of couples that explore a backdoor play. Okay, so um, in terms of like prices for like, because you don't just sell toys, what else do you no. offer in your catalog? Or do you give a lot of like? Yeah, so we have a misconception. So actually, only 20% of my line is toys. Um, so we have great bath and body for men and women. So it's all about everything is pH balanced, um, paraben-free, and it is also not tested on animals, which is great as well. Um, so we have a great bath and body line. We have, um, well, obviously, our massage. We have a lot of playful lubricants. We have your everyday lubricants. I have lingerie. Um, toys, obviously, how to take care of your toys with our toy cleaners and our toy bags. We pretty much have everything. <laughs> everything you need in the bedroom, we have it. Love it. Anything for outside the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> and that, too, actually. We have um, our great little um, panty vibrator. Have you ever seen that movie, The Ugly Truth? Oh, my yeah, God, I love that movie. Right. So we have a new toy. Um called box office that is our little oh. vibrator 
So that's always great for date night with your partner because you can give them the remote and you've got the little vibrator in your panties, right, on your date night. Yeah. That's as long as they don't get upset with you. Just leave it on the hardest one for you, like a <laughs> I know. And it's got little magnets on it, so it actually magnets wow. to your panties so that it's not slipping and sliding on you. So, yeah, if they wanted to be really wow. easy, <laughs> And I don't have to worry about getting electrocuted? Oh, gosh, no, no, it's waterproof. It's completely waterproof <laughs> <laughs> and rechargeable. And what I will say, I hope it's not too late and you haven't paused this podcast and started doing other things, but please, 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 regardless of what is discussed, always check to safe sex. Clean hygiene is number one, I feel, to having a great sexual experience, and the rest follows. Nobody wants anyone that smells. Please stay protected. You know, wrap it up. Yes, and clean your toys with proper toy cleaner. I cannot express the importance of that. Yes, because that is, you can't just rinse it off with water. No. So, silicone, yeah, if you're not rinsing it or cleaning it properly, if you're using harsh chemicals on it, silicone um, will cause little microscopic tears, and then every time you use it, you're going to leave stuff behind. And then you're just going to open yourself up to so many infections. So toy cleaner, toy cleaner, toy cleaner. Yeah, so that's very, very important because that's not mm-hmm. something I would even think about. For the like, oh, soap and water, it's fine. No, soap will break down the, chemi- the chemical mixture in the silicone, so it's very dangerous to use soap. Any kind of cleaner. Anything that doesn't say toy cleaner, don't use it on your toys. Definitely. That's important. Yeah. Okay, so in... It's Valentine's Day. Not everybody has someone, unfortunately, or they're just over it or, you know, at the same time, what is really Valentine's Day? <laughs> so I want to get from you, what are your top favorite, or that's kind of like redundant, what are your top breakup songs? Oh, top breakup songs. Oh, I did think of that. I hope you like the song is about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's on um, my list. <laughs> It depends if it's a breakup that maybe you want to have back or you're like, you just want them to go away and never come back oh, in your I life. I thought right? about it like that. <laughs> that is so true. You like, those different types. Right? So I guess um, Love Takes Time by Mariah Carey is always a good one. Yes. Um, the one I never actually thought about until someone pointed out to me was Cher, if I could turn back time. Oh, oh, don't get me started on Cher. Like, I yes. give it all away. Yes. <laughs> So something like that is good. But again, if it's a little sure. it might be, you know, really harsh. Brutal. Or it's like, you broke my life. heart. I have, like, I'm really, really, like, R&B, so I have, like, some Drew Hill in my bed. Kelly Price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or exactly. Or are we supposed to be here? <laughs> yes. It's a really oh, great song. That's a good one. Yep. Um, yeah, the playlist, most importantly, when I'm trying to get across people, the playlists are always very important in how you spend your Valentine's Day. It can make you or break you, whether you're by yourself or with someone. <laughs> so have yeah. a good song selection, have a good playlist, set the mood, have your proper cleaning products, make sure some weird, like, breakup maybe requests in terms of, like, services. Um, no, well, I've actually done a couple um, breakup parties. 
Oh, so that's when, yeah, so that's when the woman wants nothing to do with any boys she had ever had with her partner in the past and just wants to get rid of them all and start fresh. So that's the thing. So, yeah. Is that like a rule? You shouldn't have the same toys that you had like in a previous situation? I would say no. I mean, as long as the toys are just being done on you. I mean, if you used a toy on your partner previously, I would probably recommend a new toy because, again, you don't want to really open yourself up to any kind of Yeah. But if they're your choice, then yeah, absolutely. But some women just don't want that connection anymore. They're like, nope, mm-mm. I want new rights. <laughs> <laughs> so, burn the pictures, I, burn the dildo, burn it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've definitely had that in the past where they just replenished their entire stock and pitched everything out. Okay, so, and like, where, where's the best place that like people can find you if they want to book you to host like a private event like the whole shebang or they just want to order products from you what is the best way to get in contact with you nikki are you so located you, in ontario i'm in barry yes, okay. ontario um but i'll pretty much do a three-hour radius from barry ontario so i pretty much will do anything in southern ontario um so yeah and my website is www.nikkisparties.ca and it's N-I-K-K-I is Nikki. Um, Instagram is at Nikki's Parties. You can find me on Facebook too if you put in um, Nikki's Parties. I'm pretty much easy to find. <laughs> Love that. And you're very, I will say, just so everyone knows, you are so down to earth and I know I have a really outgoing personality, and I just remember meeting you. And in my feeling, it was just like, she gets me. It was a great time, and it's a no-judgment zone. And you definitely do have a skill to owning of how to just make your clients feel comfortable. And you're very private and confidential, and I feel like you uphold a very great demeanor, and it's just a good time, which it's supposed to be, pun intended, a good time. So. <laughs> Oh, thank you. That's awesome. We had an amazing group of friends, so it was pretty easy. Thank you. And I want everyone to support Nikki because we love female entrepreneurs. And this is something that even if, like, you're not even too sure, there's always something for you. And you can, like, you know, how do you say spice up things in a relationship? I feel like you can spice up things with yourself as well. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Are there any suggestions or anything else you'd like to add, Nikki? Um, no, I just hope everybody has a great Valentine's Day and, you know, be empowered by your body. Don't ever be offended or afraid to offend anybody, offend anybody to let you know what you like. Love that. And just as an add-on, downtown, which is an acronym for the podcast, don't waste no time with negativity. What is the way, Nikki, that you do not waste time with negativity? So I just bless and move on. Love that. If I have anybody negative in my life, or you just bless them and move on. There'll be better Love people it. coming that way. Yeah. And that's a good energy to have because it just attracts more positiveness towards you. Yeah. I can't change people's opinions. Definitely. Thank you so much, Nikki, again, for just taking the time out to share this knowledge with myself and the listeners and if anyone has any questions, once again, it's www. Is it pure romance. 
No, Nikki's Party. Sorry, Nikki's, my apologies, nikkisparties.ca, and that's N-I-K-K-I, parties.ca, or on Facebook. And if anything, if you forget, you can hit me up, and I can forward over the information to you. So that is it for today. I want to remind you all to have a safe Valentine's Day, drive safe out there, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye. Downtown, hey!